Welcome to the Midlife Tubers audio and video podcast. I'm your host, Anita Wong, and we have an absolutely amazing guest here with us today, and we're going to jump straight in so that they can introduce themselves. Okay, so welcome, Laura, to this Get Started With YouTube podcast. My name's Anita, and obviously you are Laura Cruz. Will you introduce yourself before we dig into um, how I can help you get started? Thank you. Great to be here. So I'm Laura Cruz, also known as the Dream and Transition Mentor. It's quite a long title. Essentially, what that means is that I help my clients to actually live the dream that they've always kind of had in their heart. So instead of just thinking, oh, one day I'd like to do X, is to actually go, okay, so let me help you to create the confident mindset and the plan to make that a reality. Brilliant. Brilliant. So you mentioned that, you know, like you want to help people make that a reality so um what inspired you to become an entrepreneur so about a year before lockdown I was in a corporate role and I there was a rumor that you know like corporate gossip about what's happening with the company there was a rumor that the company would get sold and I thought oh god what if it gets sold you know either we'll get bought up by a bigger company I work for a pub company Perhaps we'll get bought out by a bigger company and they might leave us as we are, you know, operating as as a separate business or which would be okay for me. But if we get absorbed into a bigger company, I was head of learning and development. I'm sure they've already got head of learning and development. So, you know, God, I might get made redundant. And one of the directors actually said to me, if I were you, I'd start thinking about your next steps. So I thought, oh, my God, you know, okay. Uh, And then I thought about it. I thought, I thought, who will I work for next? And I thought. I just don't even know where this came from, Anita, because I had never, ever wanted to work for myself until that moment. And I thought, I'm not going to work for anybody else. I'm going to work for myself, which was like absolutely mad. I've got lots of friends who work for themselves in all sorts of different industries. And in my mind, it was hard work. It was all consuming. You never could switch off. It was a lot of hassle. You know, yes, there were obviously benefits, but it was it looked hard. So it's something I had never, ever considered. And But once I'd had this thought, this kind of brainwave or light bulb moment that I could work for myself, I uh, I just couldn't put it away. It's like I'd taken the lid off the box and I couldn't put the lid back on. Yeah. So it kind of started from there. So in the year from that thought to when I actually left my corporate role, I went through a process and a journey of, okay, so I want to work for myself. What will that look like? What will I do? I was wildly naive about what that would be, but um, but hey, that informed where I am now, right? But that I went through this process and obviously, you know, although I initially was thinking, yes, I want to work for myself, almost immediately the self-doubt kicks in mm. and you go, oh no, I can't do that. And I thought, well, if I'm if I feel that way, others must too. And in that year where I was still in my corporate role planning my exit, um, whilst being supported by my my company, they were fantastic. Um, I went from kind of 5%, yes, 95%, oh God, to the other way around. So by the time I left, I was probably like 90, 95% confident, um, never 100%, nobody's ever 100% anything, um, and left my corporate role just as the pandemic hit. Wow, wow, well, brilliant timing, let's just say that. (laughs) (laughs) well it's one of those things isn't it I'll never start my first business again so I'll never know what it could have been if I'd done it at a different time but I was in it just kept going with it 
Yeah, brilliant. And I mean, that's, you know, hats off to you because there was a massive movement during during that tran- that time, that transition onto online. And I suppose that brings us to the question of video, even what we're doing at the moment. Although mm. some of the listeners are obviously listening to this podcast on uh, maybe Spotify or Apple Music and things like that, we are actually recording it as well. So if you wanted to watch this on YouTube, there will this will be on our channels. And that brings us to video and stepping into that space of, oh, crap I've got to actually put myself out there in front of people and um, you know suddenly video is the in thing whether it's short video or long video so talking about video on YouTube and talking about video say like on Facebook and Instagram on the channels that most people are familiar with it on where are you currently creating video? So I um creating it in terms of um you know obviously stories and stuff like that but reels not doing massively long videos um but obviously I do videos for like master classes stuff like that and mm. programs um but the live stuff yeah I'm and I I definitely you know I'm not I don't shy away from it I wish that I had known after I've just spent a whole day recording um videos on uh for a program I wish I'd known that on zoom you could put the filter on like you just showed me before we started <laughs> recording because I would look a whole lot better in those videos um but it's really interesting because I think one of the things I guess I would be thinking about from my my business's point of view is people are scared to be on video they're scared to show up they're scared about what that would be and I remember kind of way back three years ago or whatever doing my first live on social media and like fearing that I might die at the you know at the thought <laughs> of it because people would see me and like now I literally don't care you know filters are quite useful when you you know you're not not looking your best but I'm past all of that worry and I'm really comfortable with being on camera I'm not bothered really what I look like um but it's interesting there's so much that you can do with video and I know that I don't do as much as I could be doing because there's just not enough hours in the day yeah and I think that's that's quite key. You you spoke about quite a few elements there, like what we look like on video, uh, what types of video we we need to create for our audience to consume, and time. Because mm. you know, especially as women, and I'm not saying that men don't play a role either, but especially as women in the household, whether it's a dependent children or it's dependent older people, we tend to be very good at multitasking and very good at putting our own priorities aside for other things and I think that um you know creating video for our business to actually express how we're feeling and what we want our audience to learn about sometimes gets pushed to the side because we think that we need to have like a fancy studio fancy lighting fancy audio and and those things are important to have a place that you can go to to do those sorts of things but they're not essential you can get away with you know recording a video on your phone especially like you say Instagram reels and TikTok videos and things like that but and that that's all great but I suppose as this is a get started with YouTube podcast and we want to focus on how we could do video on YouTube I 
went and had a look at your channel prior to the podcast because you know that's what the whole idea is is to help you get started on YouTube or if you're already on YouTube get going now you've already got a channel and you've already grabbed that username um and uh, I think Anita you'll find I have two subscribers so you know I am you've got five (laughs) actually I looked (laughs) it doesn't matter you know you are steps ahead of a lot of people because I think what happens is that most entrepreneurs think that YouTube is not somewhere where they belong because they're not sure right. what, what to put up there, not sure whether they need to, it needs to be all polished with whistles and bells. I mean, what's stopping you from like stepping into the YouTube and actually going, right, I've got my channel. I've got my five subscribers and I've got my one video on there. What's stopping you from actually pushing more on? Because I think I definitely think that whatever you give me, whatever answer you say now, there'll be lots of listeners in the same position. Yeah. So I've got other videos that are unlisted. So I do use YouTube for that unlisted thing if you want to store like a longer video. Mm -hmm. So that's really useful for storage and stuff. Um, The only one I've got up there is my podcast interview with Lisa Johnson. And I was intending to, I've got a podcast, it's been going like nearly three years. And I, for the last 18 months, I've been saying to people, yes, I might use the video at some point. Have I actually done it? No, I haven't. The reality is I don't actually know what you need to do. I need to do it for this this stuff I've just been recording. I don't even know how you like pop a card at the beginning that says like my logo or anything and then goes in the video. I don't even know how to do that. And it's one of those things, like, I certainly think as an entrepreneur, people say, you've got to be on this and you've got to be on that. And then you need to do this and you need to do that. And time just, you could spend all of your time doing a lot of things not very well. And so what I've done is I've stuck to the things that I know and the things that I don't know, I haven't spent the time looking into. But the reality is, if I if I just learn those basics I probably could build a following there quite easily and quite quickly. Do you see what I mean? But it's like, it feels really hard. And everything, everything you do on this journey is like, it feels really hard because you don't know how to do it. And then you learn how to do it and you go, oh, wasn't that hard. Um, So it's something I need to get to grips with, which is why when you were asking like, hey, who's got some experience of that? I was like, oh yeah, so I'm in the middle. Like I've got my three subscribers or whatever it is. Um, So I do know how to use it a little bit but I don't know how to use it you know as in I know how to load something but I yeah. don't know how to make something good or get into a habit of loading to it yeah and it's really interesting that you say that because I think it's like it's like any social media platform isn't it it, it like we we sort of like skim across the surface yeah. and we we never really sort of like step deep into it unless something happens or triggers the need to do so and I think um like with if you look at say Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and the sort of like the whole focus on short video it's it's sort of like almost taken our attention off of the other platforms that don't well that weren't doing short video let's just say that because it's easier to do isn't it there's no place cards there's no like oh I need to optimize this and I need to do that all I need to do is upload it and put a title and it's up so yeah. um, so I, I completely understand and I think you're right 
you've got videos on there that you're using for other purposes, but they're not open to the public. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people use YouTube like that as a storage facility for videos that might be behind a firewall on your website. They might be behind um, a, like a firewall where you want someone to give a free training away and things like that. And they're not on the like the public setting so that yeah. people can see it. Um, and let's talk about podcasts because it was really interesting. So how long have you had your podcast going for? Yeah, so um, I started it, I think, February uh, 2021. Okay, and at that point, you were doing your, were you recording it as videos? I think you said you were doing it as videos. I was, rec- I recorded it on Zoom, so I was recording, or the, the I, so I alternate between a guest and a solo episode. Okay. So I don't, I don't record the solo episodes of me talking, because that would be very boring, It'd just be me talking into a microphone. But I record the, obviously, the video from Zoom for the guest episode, and um, I think it was when I when the, I did the interview with Lisa and I thought, oh, this is the start of it. Then I will. And I haven't done anything with it. So that's probably 18 months ago, 16 months ago. Um, but I would really like to, because obviously I think sometimes when we're listening, you well, I certainly find this, you, you know, you sometimes you listen to somebody on the radio or something and you think, oh, I think I know what they look like. And you see them and you think, oh, that's so interesting. They didn't look like I thought. I think it's actually quite nice to be able to watch somebody as well as listen. Yeah, I, I do. And, and it appeals to different people, right? So you people who don't want to just listen, they want that video. That's what that's why it appeals to them. Yeah. And I think that's a really good, interesting thing because I remember it's a little story when I not long um married my husband and we were buying a property. And we had to like get a solicitor to sign the contracts. And I'd been liaising with the solicitor on the phone the whole time. And I tell you, I was like, oh, my God, this guy's voice is so sexy. It was like, like, you know, to die for. It was like, like, what are you doing? And like, every time you call me, I was, oh my God, is that again? And I was like chatting away and thinking, oh, you know, this is great. But um, in a way, the opposite. When I when I actually saw him, it was such an anticlimax. <laughs> Was your husband relieved that you didn't? Yeah, he was. He was. was. But but obviously, it's really good to put a face to what you're listening because also it makes you interact with that person on a much more personal and um, trusting way, in a way, because you know, you've got all of those sort of like um, cues in a way, like what we're doing, we're talking, and before the podcast, before we started recording, we were chatting and we were setting up Zoom and things. And it's 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 really nice to be able to have that connection where you've got that visual. So podcasts on YouTube are actually quite a new thing. And um, we can sort of talk about that for a little bit. So your podcast that you've got, if you've already got a video recording, then you have, like you said, you've got 18 months of content. So say like um, every other one is the video. You've almost got a whole year's worth of weekly content waiting yeah. for you to get up there. And podcasts on YouTube, what they've done is they've actually created uh, its own playlist. So a playlist is like uh, an area, basically, um, within YouTube that podcasts sit. So you've got your traditional video, which is sort of like, you know, the five, ten minute videos that one would watch. Maybe that's a tutorial or a comedy or, you know, something, news, etc. And then you have the YouTube shorts, which are in contention with TikTok videos and Instagram reels, they're the upright short ones. 
And then what YouTube have seen because of all the competition with audio and these audio rooms and things like that, they decided to create a place on YouTube just for podcasts. I had no idea about that. That's so yeah. interesting. So your podcast could have its own place on your channel. And also, I think it was only this week or last week. And obviously, this podcast, so it might be a couple of weeks once you start listening to this. Uh, they actually have now made the video podcast on YouTube available on YouTube Music. So you can actually listen to that podcast on YouTube Music as well as watch it on YouTube. Oh. So a massive opportunity for you there with the content that you've already got, which yes. we will definitely have a chat about afterwards. But essentially, a podcast is a playlist on YouTube and a playlist. Do you know what a playlist is? No, it's like a series. So, you know, like say, like if you're watching a series on TV, you know, I'm really into NCIS. You've got series one, two, three, four. A, po- a playlist is basically like a series. So you group together your videos of the same type of content into a playlist. And your podcast is that type of content. It's one type of content that sits in a podcast playlist. Wow. Um, and that will stand out on your channel. It has its own little tab along the top. So people can actually just go straight to your playlist and consume wow your content so that's super exciting that this interview has led to the fact that you've now not got to do anything other than bring those videos back out of the files on your computer and jump onto YouTube and and actually get on there and um and start uploading them and sit them there waiting to go out which is super exciting very exciting I'm just thinking now that I I really wish that when I got my new laptop that I hadn't deleted all the other videos because I just ran out of storage. But anyway, we'll see what we have. But that's quite interesting because even if I probably got maybe like six, oh no, maybe even like 10 or 12 episodes. I don't know. I maybe have to pull the other ones back. I don't know. They're probably out there somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, interesting. Very interesting. Mm, brilliant. So if, um, let's just sort of like chat about being a female in a video orientated world and how you feel about actually putting yourself out on video because I know at the beginning you were talking about um you know wanting to help other women achieve where they want to go with their businesses and things like that so how do you think that um being a woman limits you when it comes to video um and with that I mean like commitments hormones lifestyle parenthood relationships how, how does that play with you in, in regards to video? Hmm, interesting. I think that uh, probably above all of those things you mentioned, it's more the, it's more ourselves holding us back from actually doing it because we, we worry about what people will say about what we're wearing, what our hair's like, what our face is like. You know, we as women... I'm not saying men don't do this, but we tend to hone in on the one thing that doesn't look good on us that day rather than the 99 things that look great. So we focus on the negative because we our self-talk is can be quite can be quite damaging at times. So I think that is um, I think that's definitely an issue in terms of video. I think we overestimate what people think about us. 
like not as in we worry so much that somebody you know some nameless person we don't even know is going to have an opinion on us and actually we need to push past that and say there's a lot of people in the world and everyone's entitled to an opinion and does it really matter what like for me my message is more important than you know what I'm wearing or you know the size of me or you know whether I've got a spot I've got a spot on my lip whether I've got that like that's that doesn't matter but I think I think those other things that you talked about the um the hormone thing certainly me as a perimenopausal woman is that sometimes you don't want to be on camera and sometimes you do so actually play to your strengths and do it on the days you're feeling really good hair washing is a huge thing for me if I haven't washed my hair don't particularly like being on camera so it's all of these things but the other bits around um uh like family and responsibility and stuff like that I've got a friend who's like prolific with reels she's got two very small kids and she just gets out there and does it so I think sometimes we we look at all those things and say I don't have time for that or it's too difficult for me to do that but actually you know depending on the length of the video of course but you can find the time yeah so I was saying to you um I think I was saying to you just before we started recording that I wanted to record all these videos for my um uh, my mindset programming uh, and I borrowed a ring light off somebody so that I had you know, some nice lighting and I had just been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and then she messaged me on Sunday night and said oh can you can I have my ring light back and I was like oh damn I haven't done my videos so do you know what on Monday I did all the videos in one day without that filter but I just got on and did them and it's amazing like when you so, and there's there's smaller videos, but actually I've probably spent four hours recording. So we can get this stuff done and we can do it. We sometimes overthink it. And then when we've done it, we go, why was I putting that off? Because it was actually not that not that difficult, not that onerous, not that challenging in terms of our confidence. And once it's done, it's done. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's that's a key area is like just do it. And yeah. Don't worry about, especially for YouTube, don't worry about it having to be polished because that can come later. Like to yes. actually step into that YouTube space and use it for what it's capable of. So we haven't really talked about like where YouTube can take your business and the connection really and why I'm so passionate about helping people with YouTube is because not very many people know that there is that unique connection between YouTube and Google and how when you put a video up on YouTube if someone's looking for your services or your products or what you do in Google because that's where everyone goes even for like medical things now it's Dr Google or it's uh, let's look in Google for this let's look in Google for that if you've got a video on YouTube whether it's a long video a podcast or a YouTube short which is like the same as a reel or a TikTok it will go over to Google and be placed there for those people to see. And that's why... As I've never an, thought of that. Yeah. So that's why as an entrepreneur myself, I'm so passionate about getting this out to people to get them to understand how unique that connection is, but how amazing that connection can be and work yeah. as an as an entrepreneur, especially for us who are you know, working on our own in our offices where we, as an entrepreneur, we we do lead quite solitary lives really, unless yeah. you get out and network and do this and do that. We do find that, you know, 
our computers are our friends during the day while we're working and having that confidence and just that it doesn't matter if I don't have like the fanciest light or the greatest areas just do it because over time uploading those videos to YouTube will allow your content to be seen on both YouTube and on Google Mm. and that's phenomenal for us as as entrepreneurs to be able to get that sort of visibility and I think that's really why this podcast has been created is to actually help those that are here like you Laura going through discussing what we're doing discussing how we're using video but also our listeners like making them aware that there is this whole big area that we often forget because we think oh god it has to be polished and I have to have this and I have to have that and really you can just get started with you know like your phone and your tripod and that's all you need and you just start uploading once a week and just get that consistency going and you know that's how amazing it can be I think that I think that the reason that people don't do things and they want it to be polished is it's just a way to it to I don't want to say excuse but I mean I've done it myself I've just said I've done it but it's a way of saying oh I can't do that because I haven't got that so I won't do it so it's a way of holding yourself back it's keeping you in procrastination because it's like well I haven't got this so these videos I've just done for my program I um I basically I was delivering the program live and I realized I wanted to switch it around and do the content on video and then do the coach the sessions as coaching sessions you see Mm. what I mean so instead of giving the information I was going to give it on video but I was really I've been procrastinating on it for a couple of months probably since about or maybe since about July and the reality is I just need to get it done the next time I do it maybe I'll have you know better light I'll have got the filter on I'll have better lighting I'll have this that and the other we sometimes feel we're only going to do it once and therefore it's got to be everything it's got to be perfect but we are not we are entrepreneurs who are growing our business so do it and like you say then get into that rhythm of putting it on it's also a great visual you know reminder of how far you've come because when I look at my videos from a couple of years ago I'm like oh god but you can see how you've progressed and you are not a big business you know you are not Apple or Nike or um I don't know M&S have just put their Christmas advert you're not them and you don't have to be like them you can just be you yeah definitely I I, I wholeheartedly agree and I think that's something that men and women have to realize that they just mm. have to just get started and and don't allow those doubts and procrastinations to to stop you. And I think oh. I think you're you know you as a creator have made that first step by having a YouTube channel, optimizing it as far as you've as far as you've have done because that's where you've been to so far and then you've started to upload that one video but now the future's bright now you've just got to start uploading those videos consistently and yes one of the things I really want to sort of say before we wrap it up is when you do do the videos consistently just set your set the timetable that suits you so most people go oh you have to have it you know like 
like for example tiktok at the moment people are saying you've got to upload three times a day you know it's just not sustainable whereas youtube you decide how often you want to upload but you have to just be consistent consistency is key to growth on youtube and if you can upload you know you're already creating short videos for instagram and tiktoks just use those videos as your youtube shorts which are the mm. short ones and then if you can record something in a, a portrait dimension that's longer than a minute that will just add that influence to your channel and that mm -hmm. strategy has been something that I've been working with a lot of clients with where they've been very active on Instagram and TikTok and other social media platforms with vertical videos, but they haven't stepped into YouTube because they were worried about number one, they didn't have the content and number two, how long does a video need to be when it's horizontal and really just reusing what you've already got and just adding in that one influential video, which can be a couple of minutes long. You just choose one point that you want to discuss and you just consistently pop that up on a weekly schedule has worked really well for a lot of my clients. Wow. So I think it's something yeah. that um, you could quite easily do. Your podcast could be your long video. And then those three short videos could just be either one as a teaser for the podcast and the other two could be, what you're doing like a day in the life or a thought when you're walk out walking um when you're on a break you just grab your phone and do a, a quick portrait one or anything that you were going to do on instagram you just repurpose it over to youtube and it brings in that visibility where you're just uh. pushing out that information to people but you've got that longer video for that influence so that you can people can go wow i really want to listen to the next video and things like that so that's Definitely. super interesting. And I totally agree with what you're saying about that. Um, you know, everybody's there's everybody's got a different school of thought around how often you have to post on whatever platform you're on. And, you know, even if the person that you're seeing is hugely successful and they're saying post four times or three times a day, do what works for you and but get into that rhythm. So I put my podcast out. Um, I think I've missed one Friday in two and a half years. Um, but I put it out every single Friday and, you know, I don't have massive listening numbers. I was listening to, you know, so I, I got, I can't remember the name of the platform, but I looked at what the like listening figures for some of the other ones. And I'm nowhere near that. Some people get as many listens for one episode than I've had in total, but you know what? It doesn't matter. I hit 10,000 uh, downloads about a month ago and I was so pleased like when yeah. I got five downloads I was pleased when I got a hundred a thousand to be at ten I'm about ten and a half thousand now that's important to me so we don't have to compare to other people and we don't have to do the same as other people in terms of the pace or the you know anything just be you yeah and that will come across so I think I, that's so I've honestly learned so much in in the and even before we started recording about stuff that I you know just didn't know about YouTube. Fascinating. Yeah. So I'm hoping that um, you know, obviously you've learned. And before we we wind up, just to say, tell us a little bit about um how people can connect with you, Laura, and follow you on some of your platforms. Yeah, so I'm Laura Cruz, Cruz as in uh, cruise ship, as in Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. 
so I'm lauracruz.com um, on my website or I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I am the dream transition mentor, which is a mouthful. So you can always come to lauracruz.com. Easy to remember. And if you want to listen to my podcast, just listen to it before it goes on YouTube. It's your dream or mine. But, you know, come and follow my channel and uh, yeah, watch it grow. This is like a real life experiment, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, if, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see the channel up. And if you're watching, if you're listening to this on any of the podcasting platforms, jump over to my channel and you'll be able to see where Laura is at, at the moment and then go to her channel and see where she's at now. Because obviously you'll be what you'll be listening to this when it goes out but you'll also be listening to this at other points when you discover it so thank you so much Laura for coming on I think it's been really inspiring and really interesting to see how you've developed what you've learned just from having a conversation with me about YouTube Mm. and and where you know where you can go from here and actually just the fact that you've got the content there waiting to go out and we haven't even discussed repurposing that cutting it down or anything like that we're just you know like we're just what you've already got is enough for you to actually transition and actually get that visibility on YouTube. So thank you so much for joining me on this week's podcast. Thank you.